bit with you today and some of what's, what, what else has been coming from that. But I have to admit, this sermon isn't necessarily as Christmassy as the other one from last week, or maybe not as it will be next week, but nonetheless preaches the good news of great joy in the Christmas story. So let's go to John chapter 1. And I want to start in verse, well, let's just start in verse 1. John chapter 1, we're going to be kind of all over the place. So John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. I want you to take note of this this verse here. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So let me just read that again. The darkness has what? Not overcome it. This was written 2,000 years ago, still true today. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Let me just stop and ask a question. Is anyone catching on here? Who is the light? Jesus. Okay. Now we can continue. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. So this passage of scripture, it argues and opposes any other theology that teaches you that Jesus was a made or a created being. Because here very clearly we see that in the beginning, the word was with God and the word was God and that all things were made through him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. But from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. So I read that, and I want to share with you something that I heard last night, and that sparked, this, this is the conversations that Michaela and I have, I have her look up Bible verses on the way home, you know, instead of talking about how beautiful the night is, we're talking about different Bible verses after I heard this one thing. So they, they began to just kind of share what ministry they were partnering with for the evening and for the upcoming tour that they were on, and uh, Francesca Battistelli and her husband have been partnering with a company called Illuminations. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It is a company that has brought together 11 other companies that are translating the Bible and dispersing the Word of God throughout the world. One thing that I learned last night that I did not know until last night was that there are 1 billion or so people in the world that have never heard, held, or read a Bible. 
So here you and I take for granted, collect dust with, use as decor, the very living, breathed word of God. There are people, one billion people or so, that have never held this in their hands. And it was kind of a... It was challenging and it was encouraging and it was shocking all in all because here in just a couple of weeks we're going to get on our couch and we're going to sit the little kiddos down and we're going to read to them the Christmas story. But there are roughly one billion people in the world today that have never done that. It was shocking. But here was the really good part. This Illuminations company has brought together these other 11 companies and what they are doing is they are all partnering together and doing everything possible to get the word of the Lord to these people. Roughly 3,500 people groups or nations or tongues have not read or heard the word. Now, One thing they shared last night was before this Illuminations company was created a few years ago, the estimated date of arrival for the Word of God to be proclaimed around the world was roughly 2,150. So 128 years from today, they were expecting that the Word of God would be proclaimed to all the nations. This is very important for whenever the Christ comes again. Now, (coughs) Illuminations has brought together these 11 companies... And they are all partnering together, working together, and they have changed the estimated time of arrival from 2150 to 2033. Yeah. This is very, very powerful stuff. And you're like, well, that's a big deal. It's only 100 years. It's 100 years, which is huge, because whenever you read Revelation chapter 7, you read about John, and he says that, behold, I saw... Many people, great multitude of every nation from the earth at the throne of grace. Whenever you read Matthew chapter 24 and things that I read after leaving here on the way home and up until 4 a.m., Matthew 24, Jesus says that in that day, which no one knows the time or hour, Matthew chapter 24, verse 30 and 31, Jesus says that all the tribes saw him coming on the clouds. Do you understand how... Okay, I had two epiphanies last night. One, and <laughs> probably the more unrealistic, was that I was going to... I think I'm going to try out for New Song's uh, trombone slot. Uh, they did have a trombone player last night, the leader of New Song, and I think I was pretty good back in high school. I was first year, and, and I'm going to bring my trombone, I'm going to shine it all up, and I'm going to go New Song's tour, and I'm going to be ready to go. Uh, I might be able to make it. Um, probably not. But the second epiphany I had last night that really put into perspective was this. 2033 is like 11 years from now. Really, 10 years and a month from now. If, if the word of God is proclaimed to all of the world, then a lot of theologians and scholars believe that this will be the activating trigger in which you and I will behold the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So this is why it's very important for us to prepare our hearts for Christmas, not because we are not just celebrating the birth of our Savior, though we should celebrate it, and though we should be remembering that the light came, and the light of the world was born 2,000 years ago in a manger just as prophesied. But we also should celebrate because here we are about 10 years and a month or so away, estimated time from these scholars and professionals and experts that the entire world will behold the word of God. 
Now, one of the beautiful things that we got to saw last night was a, was a tribe in Indonesia receiving for the very first time a Bible. And it was so powerful because you see the plain land and here they are in the middle of Indonesia and these people are all crying and, and they're weeping. They haven't even opened the box yet. And it really put into perspective just how spoiled you and I are. Because Michaela and I have, how many have new, numerous translations? You put them on the shelves and they just sit there. We have so many Bibles, study Bibles, student Bibles, devotional Bibles, and, you know, decorate, you know, decorative type Bibles. And here we are. We hold the Word of God and, and, and I just realized how casually we handle the holy inspired Word of God. There was a pastor praying as they were opening these Bibles in this village in Indonesia and the people were wailing and weeping and rejoicing because they were going to hold for the very first time the word of the Lord. And I say all of this to tell you that whenever I heard these words from the New Songs Russ guy, whatever his name is, he was sharing all of this information. Francesca was talking about it. There was videos about it. I couldn't help but to think of this old song that I heard. And it talked about soon and very soon. Yeah, something like that. But I, but I remember thinking, that's 10 years and a month away. So I always heard as a kid, preachers say, well, you never know, Jesus could come back tomorrow. And I never believed him because I knew there was a lot of work to be done. And I knew there was a lot. But here I am, and I've realized this, and I hope that you realize this too. Because the great epiphany that I had last night, more than my trombone skills, were that you and I could be declaring right here and now that in our lifetime, soon and very soon, that we could possibly see the king. And there was that old song. What, what did it go like? Soon. You can sing it if you know it. If you don't know it, just listen to Scott. And then it talks about there is no more crying there. And then there's no more dying there. And then in that song, it says, we come from every tribe and nation. So here's what I want to do. I want you to go back to John chapter 1. And I say all of this to set up this big point. That you and I live in a day and age in which you and I could truly see the King of Kings. I mean, we are living in a day in which, if, if it is to be true, that in 11 years from now or so, that Jesus could split the skies wide open. See, we, we preach about the light of the world coming and we sing songs of great joy and we preach about the baby wrapped in a manger as you see in the nativity scene, as you see all over the place this time of year. But what we failed to realize was this. The beautiful thing about Jesus coming was that the light has not overcome it. This was written by John. But guess what? That is still true today. See, whenever we look at Christmas, whenever we think of Jesus coming, born of a virgin, laying in a manger, just as Isaiah prophesied, just as Malachi, just as, or Micah, all of these, all of these prophets prophesied. But then we have to remember that all of this had to happen. Why? Because God promised that it would. 
And when God promised that it would, he's never went against his word. So whenever we think about Christmas this year, here's what I want you to think about. Christmas is a reminder for two people, Satan and you. Why is that? Well, if you turn your Bible all the way back to the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 12, you read about a great war waged in the heavens and that the dragon was trying to devour the virgin bearing a child. And whenever you read the story, later on in the story, the the dragon could not devour the child so that the dragon, also known as the great deceiver of the earth, or Satan, was cast out from heaven. And the Bible actually says, woe to you on the earth. For Satan is now in your midst. So whenever you read Revelation chapter 12, you read about this great battle. So when you and I read and we think about Christmas this year, I want you to think about it a little bit differently. Yes, it's a beautiful time to exchange gifts and to have family over and to have great gatherings and, and do all of those things and sing the, sing the carols. But I want you to know that you and I see sweet baby Jesus wrapped in a manger But there was waging war in the heavenlies. And there was great spiritual warfare that you and I do not see. There was spiritual warfare that the scripture talks about in a very mighty way happening as sweet baby Jesus was wrapped in a manger. And whenever you read towards the very end of Revelation chapter 12, you read that he was cast out of the heavens, sent to the earth, because he knew his time was short. The Bible says that Satan knew his time was short. So here is what I want us to be, be doing from now on. Every Christmas that you and I celebrate, because there is a possibility that one of these days it will be our last Christmas here on earth. Whether we die or whether Jesus comes back, we don't know exactly how it's going to play out. But it sounds like more and more the probability of Jesus returning in our lifetime is very, very soon. And what's beautiful about that is that on Christmas, when Jesus came born, wrapped in a manger, just as prophesied, it was a reminder for the enemy that his time was running short, that he better do everything that he can. So here is what Satan has done, and this is what he continues to do. He tries to run around like like a lion looking for people to devour. So Satan has come after you. He's come after your marriage. He's come after your children. He's going to come more. He's going to come, and he's going to come. But you and I, if you and I are Christians, we can be proclaim the good news of great joy that in John chapter 1 verse 5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has what? Not overcome it. This is the good news of great joy this season. That as you and I celebrate Christmas with our family, as you and I exchange gifts, that on that first Christmas day, Satan was reminded that the darkness would never overcome the light. Well, why is that? Because if you go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, God talks to Satan, the serpent, Eve, the falter, and did I say that? And Adam in the garden. Adam and Eve have just eaten from the forbidden tree. If you remember all the way back in Genesis 3, and here they are eating from the tree, just as God commanded them not to do, and Satan tempts them and deceives them and twists the word of God to where they participate in this sinful act. Well, God comes down and he calls out to Adam, 
Where are you? They have a little conversation. And then whenever you read in Genesis chapter 3, starting around verse 15, you read God warning the enemy that there will be one that will come that will crush your head. And you will just simply bruise his heel. So on Christmas 2,000 years ago, it wasn't just this sweet little baby boy wrapped in a manger. What we do not see is that the spiritual warfare underneath the sweet baby boy wrapped in linen cloths was that the Savior of the world, Jesus the Christ, the light was coming into the darkness to literally crush the head of our enemy. So whenever you celebrate Christmas this year, here's what I want you to do. I want you to celebrate the fact that your opponent has already been defeated. That your opponent has already been defeated. That as long as you are held in the hand of the Lord, that there is nothing that could ever take you out. And there is nothing that could ever separate you from the love that God has for you. And whenever we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate the fact that the light continues to shine in the darkness. If you remember the story of the wise men, they came as they were guided by what? A great light, the star. And they knew exactly where Jesus was by the light that they saw in the sky, which is a beautiful illustration for you and I that Jesus truly is, as he says he is, the light of the world. So I couldn't help but to think that there is a real possibility that one of these days you and I will exchange gifts for the last time. There is a great possibility that you and I will share food and, and have family over for the last time. Why? Not because we may pass away, though we may. And I don't know for sure that 2034, God's going to come back and Jesus is coming back that particular year. But many theologians believe that once the entire nations, all the nations of the world have heard the gospel proclaimed, that time is short. That Satan has tried generation after generation after generation to not allow what is about to happen over the next 10, 12, 20 years, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ being proclaimed around the world. And as they were talking about last night, Satan has done everything he can to prevent each and every tongue and nation from hearing the gospel of Jesus. He's done everything that he can to prevent you from responding to and receiving the good news of Jesus Christ, the eternal salvation of our soul. He's done everything that he can. And here's the thing. You can just raise your hand if Satan has ever tried you. Maybe this morning. (laughs) No, that was just your spouse. Maybe last week. But the reality is you and I live in a spiritual warfare in which light and darkness have constantly been in battle. And when Jesus was wrapped, laying in a manger 2,000 years ago, it had to happen as of the will of the Father that he would come into the world. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And it goes on to say that no one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. The beautiful thing about Jesus coming was that you and I could know the Lord and that we would be reminded every time that we look at a nativity scene, every time we sing the songs during the Christmas season, that even to this day, the darkness has not overcome the light. 
Because what we heard last night was each and every day we get a little bit closer to 2033. And uh, this isn't a plug. They didn't ask me to do this. But for $35 a month, you can actually translate one verse into one language. And they are partnering with the church today. They're partnering with Christians worldwide. And and people that give $35 a month are actually translating one verse into a different language. You have no idea what language it is, but you're paying for the work of someone moving into a language, learning the language, communicating the language, and then writing down the scriptures in that language. But that soon and very soon, you and I could literally see the king. That soon and very soon, you and I could literally see the sky split wide open and that this Christmas is just another reminder that when Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, he was reminding the enemy, Satan, that his time is running short. His time is running short. So here we are. And here's what I want you to do this Christmas. This Christmas, I want you to do as Scott mentioned. I want you to do as the first song we sang reminded us to proclaim the promises of the Lord. What are the promises of the Lord that he came and he died to offer himself in our place so that we would have a way of hope, that we would have hope. So whenever we look at the world around us, whenever we think that the world is getting darker and darker and darker, we're actually, uh, we could actually change our perspective and know that the world is actually getting a little bit brighter each and every day because we are inching our way closer to that great fulfillment of all of the nations reaching or being reached with the gospel. So we could change our perspective, but we can also know that as Satan is reminded every Christmas that his time is getting short, guess what? Your time, my time, the people around you's time is also getting short. So if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, that is the only way of salvation. Whenever we see him face to face one of these days, he's going to tell people to depart from him for he did not what? Know them. So Jesus is God being known to us. Jesus is our way of hope. Jesus is the baby boy wrapped in a manger, but Jesus was also the one that came to crush the head of the enemy. Jesus was the one to bring light into the darkness. And since that very moment, the darkness has not, will not, and never will consume the light. So whenever you celebrate this Christmas, here's what I want you to do. Do not miss the most beautiful opportunity in the calendar year with all of the family and friends together to preach the gospel to them. Preach the gospel of Jesus and remind them of the promises of the Lord that still stand today. First and foremost, that Jesus came to the world, lived a sinless life, died as a perfect lamb or sacrifice so that you and I could have a way of hope, so that you and I could have salvation. But also in that promise is that those who reject him will be sentenced to eternal punishment and damnation apart from him forever and ever. And you and I must not be afraid to preach the good news, all of the good news to our friends and to our family because here's the reality. Just as Satan knows each and every Christmas he gets a little bit closer and a little bit closer and a little bit closer to his time running out, so do we. 
and those loved ones that we know and that we care so much about, their time is also growing short. The world in which we live in, the friends that we call friends or the co-workers that we sit next to, the children that are living in rebellion, the grandchildren who are running wild, our, our family or our friends, all of these people in our lives, guess what? Just as Satan's time is running short, so is theirs. So here's my prayer for all of us, that this Christmas we would be reminded not just of the sweet baby boy, not just of the shepherds that came, not just of the, the innkeeper not having room and Jesus being born in a stable, but that we would be reminded that 2,000 years ago, the light of the world came to crush the head of our enemy. And that in this day and age in which we live in, we could very soon see the king, which tells us that time is running short. So my prayer for all of us this Christmas is much more than just family and friends and gifts and wrapping paper, but that the light of the world would be proclaimed from your lips to those around you. That people living in darkness would be drawn to the light. That the world around us that we think is getting darker and darker and more and more broken would truly come to repentance and worship the name above all names and the King of Kings. So here's what I want us to do as we pray today. I want us to do one of two things. I want you to literally write down or put in your head the people that you know, that you love, that do not know the Lord. And now I'm going to challenge you with the task of preaching the gospel to them. Well, you might say, I'm not a good preacher. Neither am I. (laughs) Got an agreement there. You might say, I don't know what all the words to say. Just pray that the Spirit will give you the words to to speak. They're not your words, for they're His. But here's what I want us to do. This Christmas season, I want to be very intentional with the time that you have because here's the reality. Our time is running short. And there is a possibility, so I counted in my head. I I didn't even need Common Core for this. I'm 31. In 11 years, I'll be 42. 42. Just a kid. There's a new kid in town. 42 years old. How old will you be in 11 years? Dead? (laughs) I I want to know. That way I know how old some of these ladies are uh, so I don't have to ask them. No, but just think, how old will you be in 11 years, 12 years, 15, 20 years? Could you imagine in your time seeing the sky split wide open? Could you imagine? I may not even have gray hair yet but then I got four girls so I surely will (laughs) I might not have hair at all Uh, but I mean just picture it could be our lifetime which the king of kings comes in his glory for the first time he came humbly wrapped in a manger the second time won't be nearly as quiet 
The second time, we're going to hear the trumpet sound, and we're going to see and behold the King of Kings. And the Bible says that there is going to be a day where every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that that guy is Jesus the Christ. That you and I could literally see it. Or guess what? Maybe we don't. Maybe it's 60 years from now. But guess what? I'm going to have children and possibly grandchildren that are going to be prepared to see the King. That they're going to be singing this old song soon and very soon. We are going to see the King. And we know it to be true. Why? Because he said it would happen. That you and I are going to see him face to face one day. So our time is running short for that very encounter that you and I stand before him or see him face to face. Are you ready? Are you ready? Is your spouse ready? Are your children ready? Are your grandchildren ready? Are your nieces and your nephews and your aunties and your uncles ready? Are are your friends and your neighbors ready? Because here's the reality. Everybody's time is running short. Because soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. Let's pray.